Good morning. Uh, welcome once again to our broadcast on our, our wonderful day in the Lord. We're looking at Ephesians chapter 6, if you have your Bibles. And uh, we read verse 10 yesterday and saw that we need strength in order to have any form of victory in the Christian life in this world. He said, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And then he tells us why that's necessary. He wants to talk to us about the need and the need for the, God's strength and the need for the armor he's going to talk about goes back to the fact that there is a real devil and there's real spiritual forces against us. In verse 2, verse 11, he says, Put on the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Uh, I want to look at this verse of scripture very much in detail today and, and tomorrow. But let's start with the devil himself. Some evangelicals, and I don't agree with them at all, but some evangelicals believe that there is no personal devil, that the term Satan or the Satan or the devil is a description of a powerful spiritual force of evil. But it's a force, not a personal uh, being, a personal Satan. But I don't think that holds water with Scripture. Scripture speaks of the devil being a personal spiritual being. Uh, we don't know a lot about him in some ways. We, we really don't know his origin. It is possible that Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28, if you want to look at those passages, tell us that at one time there was this incredible cherubim, the highest of all created beings that uh, was spiritual in nature, lived with God, and this being rebelled against the Lord, chose to be in defiance, wanted to be worshipped as God or even above God. And as a result of that, the Lord judged him and cast him out. Now, I'm not sure those passages are about Satan, but there's a possibility, pretty good possibility they, they are. So when did he fall? Well, again, we're not sure. I believe that, that when the Lord decided to create the physical universe, including humanity, that at that point in time, Satan was still in alignment with God. He had not fallen. And so when the, uh, the, the earth was created and God chose to create man and woman in the image of himself and put him in charge of the new world and the garden, Satan uh, rebelled against that. God cast him out. He, he came to earth. He now is no longer able to have free reign of heaven. We'll look at that in another day. But he comes to earth, and now he is defiant of God. He can't defeat God, so he goes against the creatures that God has created, and he attempts to take over this world and cause them to sin. And he succeeds at doing that in the book of Genesis chapter 3. Uh, we press on then, and since he has defeated Adam and Eve, he is now in charge of the world under the control of God. For example, we know in 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, he's called the, the God of this age or the God of this world. In John 12 uh, and 14 and 16, he's called the ruler of this world. And in Ephesians 2, 22, I believe, he's called the prince of the power of the air. So he has all sorts of power uh, underneath the sovereign control of God. And now he, he roams this earth. Uh, he, he lives, uh, by, by and large, on the earth, although he has access to heaven, as we'll see. But the day will come in, in Revelation chapter 12, in the midst of the tribulation period, when the Lord will finally and completely cast Satan out of the realms of heaven, and he no longer has any access to, uh, to heaven, 
When he comes down to earth, Revelation 12 says he is furious. He has now lost all contact with, with God, all privileges that he might have had before, and he is on the earth now for, for just a short time. And he, he rages against the people of God, both the Jews and Christians, our believers, during that age. And uh, that, that is what is happening there for at least three and a half years. As he goes against the Lord, when the Lord returns, uh, he is captured and, uh, and put in prison for, for a thousand years, according to Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 and 2. And then he is let out of his prison for a short period of time. And he is at that point, he once again rebels against God. He defies God. He, he develops a whole army against the Lord. And then in Revelation chapter 20, uh, or he uh, is cast finally by the Lord himself into the lake of fire. And so that's basically the history of the devil. But what he's doing in the meanwhile is very important to what we're talking about here. According to 1 Peter 5, verses 8 and 9, he is seeking people to devour. He wants to destroy those made in the image of God, and especially he wants to undermine and harm and corrupt the people of God. That is his mission. That is what he does. And so that is why it says here in this passage that if we are going to resist such a powerful spiritual enemy, that we are going to need to put on the full armor of God and stand firm against his schemes. It is his schemes that we must be concerned about. And we'll look at, at those schemes tomorrow and see exactly what they are. We, you have a wonderful day in him, and we'll catch you tomorrow.